Welcome back to Podcast 51. I'm Tom DeLore. And I'm Amir Bankston. And this podcast, we like to talk about the weird, you know, world, everything that's weird there. And this week, we're talking about uh, spontaneous human combustion. And this is, you know, people catching on fire randomly. So just a general warning for this episode and for the podcast in general, uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that might be a little, you know, um, yeah. I don't want to say gruesome because that seems a little intense. Close to heart, though. But a little bit uh, violent. Uh, if you've ever had someone that you know spontaneously human combust, phone it in. I'm we sorry. Wanna... You can you can DM Tom at Real Odd Thomas. There you go. And complain to him and tell him, dude, my cousin spontaneously combust. He's fine, but like, this brought up some 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 stuff. I'm sorry. That's why I gave the warning. It I is, wanted to let you know. He gave if, you a warning. If, if spontaneous human combustion is too too hot for you, then. Oh wow! You really threw a pun in there. I had to. It's in my nature. God, dude, this is yeah. So, so, <sighs> so before I go into it, what do, are you? Are you? What do you know about spontaneous human combustion? Anything? Okay, like, I whenever I think about spontaneous human combustion, I think about the Human Torch from like Fantastic Four. Nice. But like without same flame. Which on. one? Chris Evans or uh, Michael B. Jordan? Either one. Let's go Chris Evans because the other one's not good. <laughs> but, like, I think about that, and I'm like, dang, man. What if you, like, could just do that? But without saying it, like, it just happened. I don't think these people that spontaneously human combusted were were too happy about it. Though. I mean, yeah. They and then like, flame yeah. on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then I also think about this show Venture Brothers as a character who, like, he's a parody of them, but he's spontaneously. He, he, okay, every time he's out and, like, Actual air, he always combusts, really? but he, like, it's kind of dark. <laughs> so I, I was going to just do spontaneous combustion because I thought that spontaneous combustion and spontaneous human combustion were just, like, synonymous. Yeah. But, like, synon- or, uh, spontaneous combustion just means, like, things in general randomly catching on fire, which apparently is a lot more, I think it's a lot more common. Yeah. Spontaneous human combustion, uh, yeah, the human in there, it's when someone who is alive or recently dead catches fire without an obvious source of ignition. And so the first known account of spontaneous human combustion came from the Danish anatomist Thomas uh, Bartolin. Wait, can I make a quick, it's the remix to ignition? Coming fresh out the kitchen. I thought that's what you were going to go with. You know I was. I don't think it is. What about, what's that song, uh, Fire on the Dance Floor? I don't know what that one is, so just get into the, you know, how you did this back in the Danish days. Uh, so the first account um, came from Danish uh, anatomist Thomas Bartolin in 1663, who described how a woman in Paris, quote, went up in ashes and smoke, unquote, while she was sleeping, and the straw mattress on which she slept was unmarred by the fire, which seems interesting because you'd think that of all things to catch fire, um, straw would be kind of high on the list. Well, I feel like maybe it did, but, like, we didn't have books back then. It says it was, He said it was unmarred. Oh, is he still alive? It was 1663. I okay, so, so then, like, you maybe he didn't know he what he lied? was talking about. Yeah. Or maybe he wrote that and then, like, one of, one of the pages spontaneously combusted <laughs> that he wrote that on. And he wrote JK on another page. Yeah, and, and then he wrote JK. And that burst into flames, and he was like, wow. Yeah, so I can't even—maybe I have a problem. But then 10 years later, in 1673, a Frenchman named Jonas Dupont published a collection of spontaneous combustion cases in his work, 
de incendis corporis humani spontaneous. Mm. Um, and not all spontaneous human combustion victims simply burst into flames like we think. Some uh, will just develop strange burns on their body which have no obvious source or uh, emanate smoke from their body uh, when there's no fire present at all. So they'll start smoking. Oh. Which seems even weirder. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was really warm back then. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe. Yeah, you never know. You know how it is. Um, but yeah, so they'll just get these random burns on their body or just start smoking, which seems really odd, and I wasn't aware that that happened. Um, but not every person who has caught fire has died. A small percentage of people have actually survived what has been called their spontaneous, spontaneous, wow, excuse me, spontaneous combustion. Could you imagine, like, randomly catching on fire and then just, like, living a normal life after that? Yeah, I wouldn't want to because I feel like you'd be really burned up. And That's you know, true. Depending just, on how bad yeah, it is, I guess, I would yeah. want it to just, like, just let me go with it. Like, don't put me out. Um, and so for a, a long time, people didn't really think it was a real thing uh, because why would you? Random people yeah. randomly catching on fire with no obvious source. That seems it, a little bit outlandish. But some work has kind of brought it some degree of legitimacy. Um, so it was actually proposed as like a, a legitimate thing by Paul Rowley in an article published in Philosophical Transactions in 1746. Um, and then in 1995, Larry Arnold wrote a book called Ablaze. And in it, he claimed that there has been over 200 reported cases of spontaneous human combustion over the course of about 300 years, which is a pretty big claim. That's, I mean, but I mean, that's still relatively rare, 200 over 300 years. Yeah, I wonder how he would like get... Like how we would get all those reports? That's it'd be a really good question to ask. Yeah, because that's like, I mean, you gotta think that's like really hard to do back then. It's not like you could just like text or not text, but like, you know, social media where it'd be like, oh, Stevie popped up, you know, hashtag human combustion is trending, and yeah, you just go through and you're like counting them. Like, I mean, that's less than one a year across the entire world, at least of reported cases. So but that's still like that's still a huge number. Yeah, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around anybody randomly catching a yeah, fire. Yeah, like, that's still, like, a big thing. Like, that's just, like, you don't just, rat, like, throw that under, like, the, the table or whatever. Um, And so people really don't – the whole thing is that there's no obvious source. So it's not like somebody, like, rolled around in gasoline and then, you know, randomly caught on fire well, or something. Well, did they do studies? So there has been some common characteristics associated with them, but they're really weird. Um, and so the topic itself was covered in the British Medical Journal in 1938, um, and they linked some certain common characteristics with it, um, including chronic alcoholism. Okay, um, well, I guess – wait, no, actually, no. I, I guess mean, alcohol all is our, flammable. Yeah, I guess all our overage folks would are losing it out here. The next one is elderly females. All right, that's out of nowhere. I know. Um, the body has actually come into a source of ignition. So that's kind of ruling out the spontaneous part. Yeah. Um, another thing is that the hands and feet usually fall off and don't burn. Um, and then the fire doesn't... Okay, there's actually two more. Excuse me. The fire doesn't damage combustible items that are in contact with the body, um, so like their clothes, or it does minimal damage to that, so maybe their clothes or their bed. And then, then the remaining ashes are greasy and smell particularly terrible. Really? I mean, Those are yeah. really all over the place in terms of, like, common characteristics. And so those are people trying to, like, bring another degree of legitimacy by being like, this is maybe the causes. But, like, what kind of causes being an elderly woman? Yeah, the elderly— What's specific yeah. to them that would cause them to burst into flames more than anybody else? Well, they're already dust. Well, anybody— Ah. Uh, 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 they're old people. Yeah, but, like, 
why not old men then too? Are they different? They're they're dirt. They're not dust. Well, older women have longer hair. That's maybe there's something to that. Yeah. So maybe like the hair is like a part of it, and then like I guess the the like the smelly grease stuff would make sense because it's like a, it's, a, it's human a human body. body. Yeah. So yeah, that but would make sense. But it said particularly bad. So I guess different from what someone would smell like if they were cremated, which I don't know what that smells well, like to be in the first place. I feel like after you're cremated, all of your uh, you know, uh, body and like all your that the leftover stank yeah. from you are is already gone by that point. Like your bile's are already released. Yeah. But when you're like getting that's, burned that's alive, like you gotta sorta go with it. And maybe there's also something can be said about I don't know how hot this fire is, but maybe the the fire in the crematorium's hotter, so it yeah could burn someone more. Yeah, you know, like completely. Yeah, we didn't start the fire, but okay. something did. Is that a reference to? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's a reference to uh I forgot his name. Is it Billy Joel? It is Billy Joel, but yeah, shout out to Billy Joel. I hate you for harmonicas. All right, no, yeah, Green Day isn't good, but yeah, let's move on to something else. (laughs) His name isn't even Billy Joel. Anyways, so that's like some of the proposed causes as of 1938. And then there was an extensive two-year research project involving 30 historical cases of alleged spontaneous... Oh my gosh, I'm going to not be able to say this progressively worse. (laughs) Uh, Spontaneous human combustion. So there was a two-year study involving 30 cases um, of it. And that was conducted in 1984 by science investigator Joe Nickel and forensic uh, analyst John F. Fisher. And their lengthy two-part report was published in the Journal of of the International Association of Arson Investigators which is a very specific job. Yeah, that is a very specific job. As well as part of their book. And so Nickel and Fisher's investigation, which looked at the cases in the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries, showed that the burned bodies were near plausible sources for the ignition, such as like candles, lamps, fireplaces, and so on. And such sources such sources were often omitted from public um, published accounts of these incidents, presumably to kind of deepen the aura of mystery surrounding these spontaneous yeah. deaths. So maybe the, they were playing into it a little bit. Well, yeah, you everybody played which, into stuff back then. Which is really kind of common um, for a lot of things we talked about. Like, yeah, like, I, I'm kind of reminded of like Area 51, yeah. or not Area 51, uh, Roswell, New Roswell. Mexico. Yeah, when they kind of talked about how there's like, there, the reports that they had were like fifth-hand reports and stuff like that, and so there's actually no, or they just like, were like, oh, I there was two aliens this time. So like, let's... Well, it's not actually spontaneous, but it's much cooler. And my no, everyone's gonna read my work if yeah. if it's part of this. Lore. Which would okay? My question that was that would be like how would they get all the stuff from like the eighteen hundreds? Because I figured like that would be mostly gone by. Well, I mean, today. a lot of stuff is preserved. It just depends on I guess how good. And the sixteen hundreds. Some of it is. This is a person. Yeah, I mean, some stuff. You say nothing from the sixteen hundreds preserved. Well, like a person though. Like, how would a person be preserved? Well, not a person. I'm saying they're saying that there were, someone r- was there and made a report of it. Oh, like that a person wrote it down. Yeah. They're saying that there's some stuff didn't really match up. Maybe they left too much in that kind of re- nullified what they were saying. Yeah, like Jimmy added something on there like five years after the fact. Yeah. And he just kept going. Or there's like a big X through. Yeah. He was like, nah, that's not right. Stuff. Yeah, I add this in Cross there. out the candle part. Yeah. It was random. It, it was definitely random. It, it has nothing to do with that candle they falling tripped over. into a fireplace. Definitely. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. It was just like, you know, he spontaneous. The heat in the air made him spontaneously convert. It was a particularly dry day. It was really dry out, you know. <laughs> it wasn't lotioning up. Yeah, much like Eminem's rap right now. Okay. Yep. Well, no comment. 
Um, well, the investigators, um, Nickel and Fisher, also found that there was a correlation between these deaths and the victim's intoxication mm. or other forms of incapacitation, uh, which could conceivably have caused them to be careless and unable to respond properly to an accident. So maybe they were drunk, they catch on fire, aren't aware they're on fire, and just, like, burn up. Yeah, and then they forget. Well, they're dead. Well, or... So, okay, so they get drunk, and then they die, but when'd you... When'd you... uh, Wouldn't you find, like, bottles there? Like, you know, this is a Colt 45 right next to them? Maybe they're just, like, skipping over. But, like, even if it was, like, they're drunk, it's... That's still... One of the things, uh, the causes was chronic alcoholism. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's playing into like they're drunk, so they're not aware that they're even on fire in the first place. Yeah. Well. So I like by like the time they, <laughs> they could be significantly incapacitated. I mean, it's not like maybe burning they're is like, like maybe they're like blackout or something. It's Who not. Knows? It's not like burning is like the worst way to go, or anything. You saying it is? It definitely is. Probably I mean, the worst who way knows how badly they're messed up? And maybe by the time they noticed, it was too late. I mean, as someone who's been burned before, it's definitely the worst way. Yeah, to we've go. all been burned. No, but I've. But I've really been burned. Like, yeah, it's the worst. I don't know. I was I wasn't part of Nickel and Fisher and all their cases they investigated. So I don't know what the original pieces of information were. Yeah, I would want to know. But they're also bringing up the alcoholism thing and the alcohol involvement. Are they still alive? I would imagine this was only published in 1984. Okay, I'm, I'm so if Seam Life ever gets that interview, like swing them our way. Maybe we should have reached out. Yeah, but. maybe we should just reach out. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll do it. I mean, we have a prominent podcast. Yeah, <laughs> pretty prominent. If we, if anybody, if, if any of you listening to this right now know these two men, and you want to, you know, plug them with us so we can get them in here right now. Once again, that's John F. Fisher and Joe Nickel. You know, they're famous for being part of the International Association of Arson Investigators. I A A I. Everybody knows it. Everybody I-A-I. knows it. Jeez, <laughs> but you can like have them in here, and then we could just like talk a little bit about like research, randomly catching on fire, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. But they also found uh, so going back to their study, they also found where the destruction of the body was not particularly extensive. Um, a primary source of combustible fuel could plausibly have been the victim's uh, clothing or a covering, such as a blanket or comforter. So maybe they didn't itself catch on fire, but the blanket they were using or something of that nature caught on fire, something but, near them but instead. Like when that didn't they just say like their clothing or whatever they were wearing wouldn't was, get Well that's some cases it doesn't get burned. Okay, some cases. It's all over the place really. Every it case really is unique. Is. Every case is unique in this case. However, where the destruction was more extensive, additional fuel sources were involved, such as chair stuffing, floor coverings, the flooring itself. Um, that kind of thing. And so the investigators described how such materials helped retain melted fat um, to burn and destroy more of the body, yielding still more liquefied fat in a uh, cyclic process known as the wick effect. So eventually, so essentially the person turns into a human candle. Mm. Their fat melts and then it becomes flammable substance and then that causes more fat to melt and that kind of thing, which is really weird. It has a thing called the wick effect. So apparently it's It's not, not... Yeah, it's a thing. Like it, but it it wouldn't be a good smelling candle though. No, well, it said it had a putrid, particularly putrid smell. Yeah, so that wouldn't be good. And so there's two cases in particular that I brought to talk about. Um, I have the date. From, they're both within the last like hundred years. 
So the first one is 1951, July 2nd. Mary Reeser, a 67-year-old woman, so she's an elderly woman, plays into that cause. Yeah. She was found burned to death in her house after her landlady realized that the house's doorknob was extremely hot. The landlady notified the police, and upon entering the home, they found Reeser's remains completely burned into ash with only one leg remaining. Mm. Which is, I don't understand why the one leg burnt and the other one didn't. <laughs> I don't understand how, like, the landlord just out of nowhere realized that the door was... She's like, it's a little toasty in here. Let me yeah, check on Mary. Go, yeah, let me Ooh, it's a hot doorknob. Ooh, ooh spicy. <laughs> Something me... smells in there. Yeah. <laughs> you cook it some chili? You can sniff <laughs> under the door and just smell it. What's going on, Mary? What's so spicy in there? <laughs> just knocks on the door. Oh, no. <laughs> just finds this is a leg in there? <laughs> just imagine? a leg, yeah. I mean, I would have thought, like, something happened. Well, maybe Mary was making I just can't out. imagine walking into that scene. Is it just, like, a pile of ash and just, like, a leg just, like, Yeah, that's out? what I was going to say. Like, maybe Mary was making some spicy chili and was like, oh, it's too spicy. So spicy I had to cut my leg off. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, just, it just left. I don't uh, know. And peaced <laughs> out. I don't know what's... But they they also found that the chair that she was sitting in was also destroyed. And during the investigation, detectives found that Reeser's temperature, um, I guess around the time, like the flames, uh, her temperature when she was burning, was 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit, which puzzled investigators as almost everything else in the room in which Reeser was found remained intact. So you'd think with some, a temperature so extreme as 3,500 degrees a lot of other stuff would be catching on fire. So it's very interesting in that it's, like, very self-contained, which kind of talks about, like, how their clothes and stuff doesn't burn. Almost nothing else in the room burns. It's, like, it's really weird how contained it is. All right, let's get into true crimes real fast. Put on your detective hat. Okay. How do we know that Mary wasn't lit on fire by someone else? Well, there's a theory. There's one theory. It's not about murder, but it is about that it wasn't so spontaneous. And so Reeser had taken sleeping pills, and she was also a smoker. So a common theory was that she was smoking a cigarette after taking sleeping pills and then fell asleep while while still holding a lit cigarette, uh, which would have then burned her gown um, and then catching her on fire, all that kind of thing. Like um, like the little mousetrap games, but with a cigarette instead. And so investigators found that the fire had burned a socket, um, which led— to a clock stopping at exactly 2.26 a.m., which is really kind of eerie in and of itself. But, yeah, it would, that'd be a really weird murder if someone's like, all right, we're going to take this 67-year-old lady, burn her, cut, we'll cut off her leg first, burn yeah. the rest of her, take the ashes back, put them in this chair, light the chair on fire, make sure that that chair doesn't burn anything else, and then get the doorknob real hot. Yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to, and then to stop take out the time, a sixty-seven-year-old woman, I guess, and then stop the time specifically at that moment. That'd be re- that. I mean, it's the perfect crime. <laughs> no, it wouldn't, because that's the first thing I would have thought immediately. That's the first thing you're thinking. I would have thought, oh, hmm. because if I walk into a place and a whole body's burned except for a leg, I'm gonna be like, oh, this is a sign. Yeah, it is. The Someone's leg thing is really weird. Something. Someone's telling me that I'm. If it if it was a crime movie, it'd be I'm getting too close. I'm getting I'm getting too close to the to the case. So the next one you might think is even weirder than, um, which is Henry Thomas, who's a 73 year old man. Why are all these people have some sort of Tom in their name? What are you talking about? That's the first one. No, the original guy's name was had Thomas in it. What original guy? The Danish guy? Yeah. I'm looking. I'm gonna scroll back up. You're right. Oh, <laughs> we. 
Maybe it's me. <laughs> I, I'm actually the mass murderer. Oh, God. You heard it here, folks. I like to burn old people, oh, <laughs> I wow. guess. And also, I'm a time traveler. That or too. Or a vampire. Or a vampire. That is awesome. You also you have the hair for it. I'll take it. No problem. I'm not going to ask what, why. Uh, Don't ask. <laughs> Henry Thomas, uh, so he's a 73-year-old man, another elderly person, um, was found burned to death in the living room of his council house on the Rassau estate in in Ebwe. How do you pronounce this? E-B-B-W. Is it Ebwe? <laughs> it's Welsh. Ebwe Vale, uh, South Wales, in 1980. So that's just... 1980, that's pretty recent. Yeah, that's pre- yeah. Nixon was still alive. Yep, he was. Yeah. Uh, his body, his entire body was incinerated, leaving only his skull and a portion of each leg below the knee. Really? So both legs survived in this But one. Below the knee and also part of his skull, I guess. But wait, the feet and legs were still clothed in socks and trousers. So half of his body blew up. I just, I understand how they're like, pants are on fire, and they're just like stopping at one point. Yeah. How did that not, how did the whole thing not burn? Because maybe he was, you know, he didn't have no alcohol down. I don't know. Maybe someone, He only spilled alcohol everywhere else but except there. below his knees. Yeah, maybe he just stopped. He Maybe he said, this is, our, I'm already going too far right now. Let me just stop here. These are actually some nice socks. And so half of the chair, half of it, um, that he was sitting in was also destroyed. And so police... Uh, forensic investigators decided that the incineration of Thomas was due to the wick effect. Going back to that. And his death was ruled death by burning. <laughs> does the wick effect... As he had plainly inhaled the contents of his own combustion. Jeez. Does the wick what? effect have anything to do with the movie The Wicker Man? Yeah. With Nick Cage? Nick Cage. The, but... The bees. Okay, no, it doesn't. But uh, back to that. Uh, I like how they're like, clearly this was the wick effect. Yeah, okay, because w- when was the first case? That I talked about? Or the yeah, the first year. Re- reported case or the first case I talked about? No, the, between the two cases we just 1951. Had. And then 1986? 1980. 80. So, like, maybe it was a, maybe the guy, maybe it was a guy. I mean, that's... Who got, he, he was letting us know that the first one, I'm leaving one leg... <laughs> And then this Next time, time he's it's leaving two, 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 three legs. Two, <laughs> it's two. So then you count up, and it's three. Next time it's gonna be three legs. What? Well, yeah. And they said they're like, this is clearly the wick effect, which didn't make sense. I don't understand how if it burns so hot, which they never explained how if it burns so hot and nothing else catches on fire. That's the biggest thing for the me. The wick effect. But that just says that like. The reason this person keeps on burning is because it burns their fat, and then their fat burns, and whoa, then whoa, that whoa, causes more whoa, of their body to burn. Whoa, whoa. You're asking too many questions, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to start to wonder if you were involved in this. I am the, the wicker wick- man. <laughs> no, like, I feel like that's just an easy way to not do paperwork. You just They're put like, he just wick burned. effect. Yeah. He, uh, death by burning. It's a wick effect. like, what? And yeah. someone, like, the family's like, but, like, are you sure? Like, are we not going to, it's the wick effect. And it just sounds like a big enough, like, thing where it's like, oh, it has effect after it. So it must really be real. The thing is, the weird thing is about death by burning, causing listing that as the cause of death. That's like, you know, like burning people at the stake. That's typically what it was used for. Yeah, was uh, I don't what's it execution? I guess. Yeah. Um, by burning people at the stake, and they're just like, let's bust that out in 1980. Yeah, death by burning. Hey, they were 
they were doing their jobs. Yeah, I guess if like if you look at the history, it's of specifically the phrase "death by burning." It's like old Babylonia and ancient Egypt, and they're like, "Let's bust." The, like, how did they? How do you draw that conclusion? How are you aware of the Wick effect enough? Yeah. To be like, let's put that in the coroner's report. Well, somebody <laughs> probably like was really like knowledgeable on, and he said, "This sounds like the Wick effect," and then he put it in there, and then they were like, "Well, what are we gonna call this? We're not." You can't say death by the wick effect. That's too long. So you could be like death by, you know, burning. burning. That's Which quick, is so easy. Vague. Yeah, it's well. This whole thing is vague because it's like a lot of this doesn't make sense at all. Like, why would it just stop at the socks? That's still wild to me. Like, and then why would the chair just like burn? But then. A chair is made out, well, depending on what the chair, like, is made out of, wouldn't that spread it, you know? Yeah, you would think, especially if they said that originally that other person burned at 3,500 degrees. Yeah. Which is insanely hot. So that would, like, I feel like it, and it would, it was hot enough to burn the door. Well, not burn the door, but burn the doorknob. So, like, wouldn't that completely, that means that it spread far enough to the door. And unless it's, like, a very small room, like, say, I don't know, like the one we are allegedly in right now because we do this podcast in space. But <laughs> say we are, we're in a small room. That way no one can hear us scream. Yeah. But, damn, I mean, shoot. <laughs> but say, like, we were in a very small room. Like, it would have to be a very small room for this to happen, basically, is what you I'm You think saying. so? Yeah, because, like, so, it can't stretch to the door. And I feel like everything. But if it was in a small room, then everything would burn up. Maybe it's a huge room. It's the opposite. But if it's a huge room, then how would it get to the door? I don't. I just none of this makes sense. It I, doesn't I think, make sense. I almost think that a lot, a certain subsect of the, um, I don't want, I don't know, medical community, forensic community, probably just doesn't believe in it because it's so incredibly rare and so, uh, shrouded in mystery and unex, unexplicability. I guess if that's a word. Explained. It's well, yeah, I guess, but like an as adjective. It's unexplained. Just say unexplained. Unexplainable. It's just like that a lot too. of stuff like that just makes sense. But I want to – so I, I went – I decided to do a little dive into the Wick effect a little bit more to see how common it actually is. Yeah. Um, and so, the, of course, there's the Mary Reeser case that, that shows up. Um, the uh, Thomas case does not show up. Mm-hmm. But I know we typically avoid true crime stuff on here. True crime. But this is a – someone actually did use this kind of thing um, uh, as, a, as a murder – um, tool, and so I'll go into this a little bit, um, and I'll try to stick away from a lot of the the gruesome. Yeah, so in February 1991, in uh, a woodland near Medford, Oregon, two hikers come across um, the burning body of a female, and she's lying down in the leaves. And they alerted officials immediately. The victim was described as well nourished, which I don't know what that means. Um, she had Probably been hungry. <laughs> she had been um, killed by other means. Um, but she had some fire damage to her body. Obviously, she was on fire. And the soft tissues of the right arm, torso, and upper legs was consumed. The majority of her bones of these parts retained their integrity, though, um, although friability, which I don't know what that is, was increased. Friability with fire? That seems terrible. That does seem terrible. I don't want to click on it. Um, but between mid-chest and the knees, the fleshy parts of her body were mostly destroyed, and the crime scene personnel reported that the pelvis and spine were not recoverable, having been reduced to a gray powder. And apparently 
Her killer had soaked the clothes and corpse in nearly a pint of barbecue starter fluid and set her on fire in a well-oxygenated outdoor environment. And so the combination of the circumstances, um, her being immobile, her having clothes on, which is obviously combustible, um, and apparently she had a high fat-to-muscle ratio as well as the accelerant um, of uh, lighter fluid and another artificial ignition and made it prime, I guess, for the wick effect to occur. So apparently the wick effect doesn't always have to be under natural spontaneous circumstances. It can just be um, kind of so created. Can, so if it's like tying back to the other case, so say like, I don't know, say like she had spilled alcohol on herself and then there was like the sun breaching it from like the outside and inside the inside to the house. Could that be a reason like she could have spontaneously? Here's the weird thing though. Okay, so. Well, nourish probably means poorly, by the way. No, it's. I think it means it, she was on the larger side. That's I, that's portly. I thought you said poorly. No, I said portly. Gotcha. Yep. I think you meant like poorly nourished. No. Portly. That's a good word. Okay. Yeah. So here's the other thing. The murderer was arrested. Um, he made a full confession, but then he claimed to have set. So keep in mind, when these hikers find the body, it's still on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they, f- when he makes his confession, he claimed that he set that body on fire. 13 hours before it was discovered, which I guess is where the wick effect comes in. So while he set it on fire, it was kind of the burning of her tissues and stuff like that that, like, kept a slow burn going. Yeah. Which is really interesting. But, like, on this page, there's only, you know, six cases of the wick effect ever coming into play um, at all. So at least for like, a big major examples. So is it, like, it's very, like, far in between. It, and they're all relatively recent. So it's, I mean, there's... 1951 with Mary Reeser. There's 1963, 1991, which is the one I just talked about. 1998, 2006, and 2010, um, which is interesting. So either it's like a really recent uh, proposal or there's just not very many cases, um, documented cases that they can rely on um, Yeah. prior to that. Really interesting. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. It's kind of, here's, A lot of the times we talk about this stuff and I feel like I have a confident answer semi-confident like I can argue it at least of about what happened like I can confidently but disappointedly say after like Roswell I'm like yeah it was probably fake there's so much fake reports yeah. going out that it was probably fake or like we learn about a lot of like conspiracy theories and you can be like this is what the truth is and this one I feel really unsatisfied because I still could not tell you if I really believe this is a real thing or not because there's just not a lot of evidence of it it's such an incredibly rare thing and then even when, within the circumstances it's like the the connections are so flimsy and so light that it's really hard to and they still are like they just caught on fire because of this thing and it's like doesn't really make sense you know what I mean? Well, I feel yeah I feel like for this I feel like it's a real thing but it has to be like in a perfect like a bunch yeah, okay. of things have to happen or in order like for a perfect it to, storm. Yeah, it has to be literally a perfect storm. Like I don't know blah 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 is to be an alcoholic or you know yeah. They have to also, like... Which I wasn't sure if the alcohol thing had to do with, like, the alcohol content of their body. Or probably. The, or going back to that thing where it was talking about how they were um, less aware of their surroundings. Well, I feel like... Or maybe it's both. I feel like, yeah, because it would be both. Because I feel like if it's in your body, like, what if it's heating you up on the inside and then, like, gets so warm and you're like, yeah. flame on. But, like, at the <laughs> same time, you could be, like, you know, drunk and then, like... You could be like, oh, I'm going to make me some sp- SpaghettiOs. And then All right. next thing you know, you caught yourself on fire while making SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. 
and then you just don't even realize you're on fire. Which, by the way, that just doesn't like add up to me. Like, how do you not realize you're on fire? I, there's so few cases, so it's really hard to extrapolate a great deal of data from that. Because I mean, that guy said there was 300 cases um, that ever recorded. But then, like, a lot of that stuff, he also said they left out significant de- details that would drastically change the scene. Yeah, because I feel like you would n- definitely, you would know if you caught on fire. Like, for being burned, it is, like, one of the p- most painful experiences I've ever There's been through. There's also the thing is that that guy that died, um, Henry Thomas, it said that his legs were at the bottom of the chair still. So if he caught on fire, he just, like, dealt with it. He just sat there and was like, all right, I'm yeah. dying, I guess. And plus, that like, seems really weird. It really does. And at the same time, also, like, when the whole, like, the chair's, like, damaged, but if the chair's damaged, wouldn't your feet be damaged, too, unless he was doing, like, the flash dance. Yeah. And the chair, like, where he's, like, leaning. <laughs> or was that flash dance? Yeah, it was, yeah, it flash, was dance. flash dance. Yeah, unless he was doing that in the chair, which, like, I guess if he's drunk, then, yeah, he probably would, because you're probably going to lean in your chair when, you, when you're drunk. I wouldn't know. But... I wouldn't know. But... You know, if you're in the situation like that, then yeah, probably. But then at the same time, he you would see him freaking out because you're gonna freak out when like for I've just been like burned like lightly. I haven't had like a full on like I'm on fire, and I like you're gonna freak out when you're on fire. Well, these people are also old, so maybe we could assume. Well, one was old, and one was well, sixty-seven and seventy-three. Um, so they were they were elders, elderly senior citizens. Yeah, but when adrenaline kicks in, you're going to Well, here's what I was going to say is that maybe they, maybe they died beforehand. Okay, that um, would make so sense. So that they just didn't run, you know, or yeah. tried to do anything to stop it. Or, like, they die, like, Maybe on, it catches them on fire and it kills them very quickly Yeah, or pretty like Because if you're asleep, then you're going to, like, you'll probably die if you're that old because from the uh, smoke. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would make sense. But, like, it's just the whole thing of them, like, not explaining like how it would get towards the doorknob. That's like really, yeah. Because I want to know how big this place is. It definitely raises a lot more questions than it ever answers. Yeah, because if the place is huge, then it's not. I don't get how you're gonna touch the doorknob and be like, ah, spicy. Well, but like, like even in rooms that are on, f- not necessarily on fire, but like have a fire somewhere in them, and then like the smoke is very hot and the air is very hot, and I don't know how hot the doorknob was that she was like something's wrong. Yeah, like but my but it says she burned at thirty five hundred degrees. How would the building not just how would erupt she even, into flames? How would she even like you would feel the it would be a sauna upstairs if the, if the landlord lives also at the place, it would be a sauna. Yeah. Like, well, what would make her be like? You know, show like unless it was one of those situations where like, oh, Susan forgot to pay her rent, and like I'm showing up to go, and then you go to touch on the door, and you're like, ooh, you know, ooh. <laughs> but even then, like, I feel like you would have like kicked the door in or something like that. I have no idea how she actually got in. What did it say? She called the police. Yeah, but like even yeah, she did. I just feel like there would be a lot more things that would happen if there's like if there's a room on fire, like from back in the day. When I was in school, it made some like really morbid suicide because like monks, did, well, yeah, some monks but, did similar things. But that was out of protest. Yeah, but like it wouldn't just stop at a leg. That's, Every that's time you see one, really it true. never stops at a that's leg. That's the weird part. It's like there's a yeah, I yeah okay. Because yeah, when I was back in elementary school, when we they brought like this like little house here, like a little fake house, and we would go through it, and it would act like it's on fire, and that would be like it was for training to see what we'd do when we were in a mm-hmm. fire. Which, like, when you're in, like, elementary school, like, you kind of look back, you're like, wow, I mean, 
I guess that was helpful. Yeah. But like, when you're feeling smoke in the air, like, you know, you're gonna get the heck out of there. You're not gonna just. Yeah. I... And like I said, if it was hypothetically, if it was like a side, you know, like a a sui, a suicide. I didn't want to use the word, but if it was a suicide, I feel like it wouldn't just stop at a leg. It's never. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about. And that. how would the leg just like? Like that's the part that really baffles me is yeah. how the legs and the pants are on the leg too. Yeah, it's like, not like his leg was are just sitting there. The pants are still on them because it almost like that means like it perfectly cut like almost right down the middle, like yeah, right down like the leg, fizzled out right there to yeah. shin or something. And I don't then they just like, but it had to be burned enough where like the leg would just drop. Yeah, I, that's really because it would have to burn through the pants leg and then skin too, all yeah. the way through the skin through the bone. Yeah, that's that's true. It wasn't stopped to the knee. Yeah, it would. It would. It at least have to get hot enough to like destroy the connecting tissue and muscle and stuff. And a bone, yeah. And that's like really tough to kick. Just to cut through a bone is really hard. Any type of bone. Yeah. Right, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, this. I don't. You're sold that it's a real thing. You just think that there's a lot more answers that you need. I feel like it is a real thing, but like I said, it has to be like a perfect storm for it to happen. Do like, you think that the cases we talked about. Um, at least with Henry Thomas and Mary Reeser, do you think those were legitimate cases? Well, Mary, I'm not for sure about. Mary sounds a little uh, like there was some foul play involved. You think so? Yeah, because it's possible. You don't just. That's how you just. You could just destroy the. You could be destroying the evidence. Yeah, and like it's just like all the things, and plus that just sounds like crazy. Like a clock would stop at a specific spot. Yeah. Like in time. You're like really trying hard to like yeah. cover your tracks. You're like, it was 226. I was dead asleep. Yeah. Like you were like, oh, so you can know I was never there. But so that one does not sound right. The other one I could give a little more plausibility to if a little bit, the Henry one, but I'm still not for completely sold on it. And then the other one, we know what happened with that. So, yeah. But I think it has to be a perfect storm, it has to be like alcohol and system. Covered in alcohol, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Already, like, sunlight blazing, like, a really hot day. hmm And then those they probably... Just, like, if they bathe in gasoline. Yeah, like, if they just bathe in gasoline, then th- I feel like all of that would lead. But at the same time, you're not. it's not going to just stop at your jeans. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep going, and then you're just not going to be there. It should have been, like, she was missing, and then, like, they came in there and they found ashes. That's what I think. It would have been mm-hmm. more plausible. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, those are our thoughts on spontaneous human spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about what we're talking about next week? Because I have two ideas in mind, which we can discuss right now, All very right. quickly. So we could do b- the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Or we could do uh, a f- the first part of our music one that you wanted to lead, and you haven't hosted in a minute, so. Like, took the lead, at least, um, if you want to run with that. Or we can do Bermuda Triangle. We're going to do... Well, let's look at Grant first. What do you think, Grant? Grant's in here. I'm thinking the, the former, like the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle. Right. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do the Bermuda Triangle, and then the week after that, I'll do Somebody's Mysterious Death. You will? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so let's just jump into the plugs then. So you're listening to this somehow, but there are other ways you can listen to it if you want. Uh, on SoundCloud, under soundcloud.com slash cm hyphen life. iTunes, under Central Michigan Life Podcast. The Central Michigan Life website, which is cm hyphen life.com slash multimedia slash audio. Our Twitter, um, which is at the podcast 51. We tweet out the links there. Um, we also do, you know, polls sometimes. You tweet out relevant information, that kind of thing. So Give us a follow there and check out what we got going on. We also have an Instagram, uh, which is just at podcast51. Post uh, an Instagram post and post the links in our bio um, every week for, you know, relevant information. Again, just so you guys are aware that the podcast is coming out. And so, yeah, like we said, next week is going to be their Bermuda Triangle. Um, so I'm Tom DeLore. I'm Amir Banks. Thank you guys for listening. Gonna, oh, yeah. And I'm going to, like, this week, since it's Valentine's week, I will say... Stay spooky, stay lovely, and stay awesome. I love you.